Hello. 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome to Suck My Fanfic. Hola. My name is Alex. I'm Ryan. Why'd you say it like that? Well, you kind of said it like that, too. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I was just following your lead. We are the hosts of Suck My Fanfic. Hello. Welcome to the episode. You wanted to talk about two opening? What do you mean? Well, I was just saying, like, we, we have an opening topic planned. Yeah. And we had that opening. Yeah. We always have two openings. That is true. Sometimes we have three. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. That's probably why our list numbers are abysmal. Who else? Well, because there's probably just too many openings. People are, yeah. don't know when to start. Get to the fucking thing already. I mean, yeah. we have two openings, a thing, and then a closer. I'm here and to touch myself thinking about SpongeBob and Bill Clinton, you fuckers. Mm. Get to it. Mm. Now. Yeah. yeah, we should put timestamps in. Yeah, we really should. It's kind of... Maybe two openings is excessive. Maybe we should only, Maybe we should do no... Maybe we should just start halfway through the story. Yeah. <laughs> and then cut the beginning and like, do like a Tarantino like that. kind of timeline. That's really artsy. Mm. I'm a fan of that. Ooh, let's try that. Uh, we might try next episode. We'll yeah. see. What do you think? We'll just do... It'll just be completely... Uh, you won't be able to follow it. It'll no, be no. So Let hard. us know in the chat if you want us to do that. You know, people like things that they can't follow. That's true. Like people... Oh, yeah. Did you did you like Inception? Yeah. yeah did, did you understand it? I, I got it, but I'm sure you probably didn't get it it's just two insecure people yeah. having a conversation oh fuck we should cash in on that yeah we should just how, like, how has no one done that already just start by reading the middle of the fanfic yeah. and then like cut to like wind mm-hmm. and then alex being like christianity is a christianity <laughs> and then just like cut back to the fanfic put in um, yeah. stoked on in the middle yeah and then just end with like an hour of clapping and then silence and then i feel like people would get on board with that what sort of clapping um, are, are we talking like typical regular idea of what clapping is or the 2019 word that clapping mean? You know, what clapping means in 2019. What, is 20, what does that mean? Clapping cheeks. Clapping uh, ass cheeks. Maybe we'll make it ambiguous. That's like an ASMR. <laughs> are those butt cheeks or hands? What does that mean in 2019? What does it mean in 2020? Shit. What will it mean for 2030? Yeah, because people could be listening to this years into mm-hmm, the future, mm-hmm. you know, when we, need we done to make, blown up and all. Yes, we need to make a timeless piece yes, of, of ass clapping. Of, of random statements. Of asses clapping. That's what art is. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I think we've developed a new podcast. <laughs> we've really broken into this one, huh? Mm-hmm, really mm-hmm, clapped mm-hmm. this one open. <laughs> clapped it wide open. Clapped it wide open. To start, I have a, a couple... Just two quick things. One of them is, like, super quick. Mm-hmm. This is a stupid story I just wanted to talk about okay. really quick. Sure. It's an article from CNET. Game of Thrones Night King storyline gets torched by federal judge in an actual federal court ruling. It's Lindy Bakes, Banks versus Northern Trust Corp. It's a, I, I honestly have no idea what's going on with the case. Mm-hmm. That part doesn't matter. But he writes... That the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit won't discard a prior legal precedent, quote, the way the Game of Thrones rendered the entire Night King storyline meaningless in its final season. That's actually... That's in his actual judicial opinion? Yes. The final... That's actually legal opinion. What do you think? I feel like I should be more excited about this, but... I'm just too old now. I feel yeah. like I, I, this is this is no. troubling for our society. It's, it's As a kid, funny. I'd be like, "That's a cool, that's a woke, cool yeah. judge." Yeah, that is very concerning. <laughs> judge, 
I'm not even going to say what your name is. Fuck you. Judges should not have lives. No. Imagine if you were the person who was like on the other end of that ruling, <laughs> and like you're already spit in the face because you lost. You've wasted thousands, if not millions, of dollars. Mm-hmm. And then this motherfucker references Game of Thrones. Fuck you. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's probably ruling against some corporation, which I'm totally for. But if it was like in, if it was like a, a serious matter, yeah. Like this murder was more poorly executed than any Home yeah. Alone invasion of yeah. the past twenty years. It'd well, be apparently, like, my family is dead. Yeah. <laughs> he has a history apparently of like referencing. Um, That's not cute. No, it's not like cute. That. It's not funny. You're a fucking judge. I feel like that's very much against the spirit of the show. Any you're other, a fucking judge. We're just fired up today. We're, we're grown adults yeah. today. Well, it's, it's not that I'm a grown adult. It's that there's a place for fun and fantasy, mm-hmm. and there's a place for you doing your fucking job, <laughs> and, you fucking court judge. And this podcast is a place for you doing your job. Yeah, this, this is, is a my pod- job. This is a serious podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other places, court and this podcast, two most serious places. Two in most the serious places in the world. In the world. The only way I can end this bit and segue into the next is giving one quick thanks, Obama. Oh, he was an Obama appointed judge. Oh, of course. Of course, the article had to point that out. Uh, of course. I don't know if CNET is politically affiliated, but they pointed it out. I thought CNET was like a like a tech site. I did too. Apparently, they're they're delving talking into, about yeah. court cases in Game of Thrones now. That's where we live. That's so, where we live. Congrats. So that was just a quick one. That was just a mm-hmm. uh, little fuck you, buddy. Quick header. Yeah, but the second thing I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. I was scrolling through the tweeters, because if you guys haven't been able to tell by now, I am the one that manages the tweeters for the most part. I actually haven't even looked at the Twitter in yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan is overworked and a slave boy at the mm-hmm. moment, so mm-hmm. I was going through the tweeters, and I saw a very interesting conversation Someone with the name Leaf at Space Lesbian Seven. You know, I probably shouldn't call them out. It's whatever. They uh, they put their opinion. You're going to use the their their first and last given yeah. name on yeah. this podcast. Oof. You just dox this person, yeah. and they put in all caps a at Neil himself. So Neil Gaiman. Okay, I'm mainly taking shots at Neil Gaiman. So Alex is automatically against. <laughs> <laughs> if you take a confrontational tone against Neil himself, yeah, you're auto- uh, you, uh, automatically Alex's walls are up. Yep, <laughs> walls shoot up. Yeah, <laughs> fucking say Azrael Fail and Crowley are a queer relationship. You spineless coward! Stop fucking dancing around it. Quote: Oh, angels don't have sexes. Blah. They present as male. You cast as male. Sincerely, a pissed off bisexual. That's a little misleading. Her handle is space lesbian. Hashtag Good Omens Prime. I'm oh, glad we had the hashtag in there. Are those the two main characters of yeah. Good Omens? Okay. Yeah. So I haven't read Good Omens. I haven't seen the show. I I am under the understanding of what the general premise. It's is. It's like an angel and a devil. It's an angel and a demon. demon so it's okay. Crowley, the the demon, the devil, um, and as Raphael, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Mm-hmm. It's the angel. To give you a little bit of context, I obviously haven't read all of Neil Gaiman's things, mm-hmm. but in some of the things that I have read of his, he does include angels, mm-hmm. multiple works. This isn't the first time he's mentioned angels. Good. He mentioned them in Sandman, and he also mentioned them in Neverwhere. Those are the two things I've seen them. Do they have a governing, like, consistent rule set among all of his uh, Neil Gaiman of has a pretty clear and concise take on angelic things, mm-hmm. particularly that they are sexless. Mm-hmm. In Neverwhere, 
The angel that is presented is masculine. Mm-hmm. I believe in the movie version, it's masculine. Mm-hmm. In the radio version, it's Benedict Cumberbitch. Mm. Okay. It's presented, quote, presented as male. Mm-hmm. However, Space Lesbian 7, mm-hmm. it's also presented as a human fucking being. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you believe angels are real, mm-hmm. I'm not here to argue that point with you. Mm-hmm. But in Neil Gaiman's stories, he has yes, you always... Are. You, you are here kind of to argue angels. You, we, we, we've gone over this before. No, no, no. I'm I've, Not here. I, not right now. No, 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 no. Later. I've never never tried to argue whether or not they're real. Never were. Okay. Never were. In his pieces, his angels are sexless. Okay. They are angelic beings. They are not human beings. Sexless. <laughs> Sounds like my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my marriage. <laughs> Whoa. When this show came out, it was very obvious that these two characters had a connection. Okay. And a lot of people have said this is very obviously a queer relationship. Okay. Or a gay, I'm sorry. A lot of people have said this is very obviously a homosexual relationship. I want to get the wording correct because I don't I want think to be that, wrong I don't here. think that wording is correct. I thought it was queer. I thought that was correct. No, 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 no. The, 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 what Space Lesbian 7 and people like this individual want Neil Gaiman to admit mm-hmm. is that the two main characters are homosexual. Okay, okay, that's fine. They do not want him to admit that they're queer because he has admitted that. Okay. He has said they are queer. Mm-hmm. He has not said that they're homosexual because he contends oh, that, that they men. are not men. Interesting. Ergo, the feminine angels mm-hmm. are also not men. So, he says, mm-hmm. which I think is the best response, and you are completely within your rights to have that as your headcanon. Oh, you, did he use the word headcanon? Yes, he did. Wow, I love Neil Gaiman. You don't get to make your headcanon canon, not even with swearing and typing in all capitals. Good for him. Wow. That's what cool. a very mature and respectful thing to say back. Dare I say a mature response. Yes, I would, I would say so. And I think it's respectful because of the way he could have met this person mm-hmm. with just, fuck you. And he didn't. Well, yeah, he could have just also not responded yeah. at all. Yeah, but he Does said, this person have a lot of followers? Is this a I have big, no idea. Yeah, he could have just completely blown her off entirely. So then he goes, and I've her. actually never said this is not queer. I've said they are canonically not gay because they are not male. Mm-hmm. They are just uh, they are as described in the book. Just as Michael and Sandalfon wouldn't be in a straight relationship because the actors are male and female. Mm-hmm. So he gave an example of another relationship between angels, mm-hmm. one who is cast as a male human being mm-hmm. and one that is cast as a female human being, mm-hmm. one with masculine traits, one with feminine, tra- feminine traits. Uh-huh. But he clarified they're not straight either. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, he's, not, he's not arguing that there are only straight relationships and there's not, you know, mm-hmm. gay angels aren't mm-hmm. a thing. Gangels. Gangels aren't a thing. He's arguing that because, I mean, first off, they're not fucking real. Mm -hmm. But secondly, he's arguing that because they are not human beings with no sex organs, Uh ergo, they are not men or women, Mm -hmm. ergo, they're not homosexual. Well, he's not even arguing that. He's literally saying, yeah. it's cool if you believe that. Uh, yeah, and exactly. That's the thing. He's saying, I don't care if you believe that, but just because you believe that doesn't mean you get to make that fact. He's uh, he's he's giving them a little bit of uh, credit while also railing yeah. against death of the author a little bit. He's like, hey, I get that. I You believe that, but mm-hmm. also I made it, so... That's exactly that's why goes. I wanted to bring it up, just to sort of extend the conversation That's, from that's from exactly where I'm at. Yeah. That's, how I, that's how I feel about this And whole. so someone commented on his comment... I mean, who cares? They love each other. 
whether their human form is male or female or whatever they choose, at the end of the day, they love each other. Oh, wow. What a woke individual. What amazing, an amazing thing to say. Who cares? Why mm-hmm. are you putting a label on it? They love each other. And mm-hmm. apparently, I, again, I haven't seen the show, I haven't read the book. Apparently, they have a very good relationship. You can tell that whether it's romantic or platonic or whatever you want to call it, there's love between the two mm-hmm. beings. So what's why do you have to sit there and get mad at the author and curse at him and yell at him online when he has already clarified what the relationship is mm-hmm. and when they just love each other? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, just it's just it's crazy for me to think that. And so this one person decides to elaborate on this point on uh, not Neil Gaiman's point, the other lady's point, and she says yes and also kind of no. So now we're going to have this oh, this individual boy. explain to Neil Gaiman how he's wrong about his mm-hmm. book. Quote, all art is unstable. Its meaning is not necessarily that implied by the author. End quote. What many queer fans find frustrating is that what is illustrated is in every way, shape, and form, by every sign and code, a queer relationship. Sex is almost beside the point. Mm-hmm. When the response to fans is, this isn't a queer relationship because angles aren't Angels aren't like that, slash, don't have sex. It feels like our relationships, our culture, on which you draw from so heavily, is being reduced to whether or not two people are having sex. Mm. And because so much of our problems in the world, having been reduced to sex, whether we're having it with whole and gay sex being icky, it stings. And all the more so when the creator is someone who is so obviously an ally and affectionate supporter of our community. I will say... This also seems like a level-headed response. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I may not agree with the response completely. I have a different uh, opinion, different viewpoint, mm-hmm. which is, I think, totally fine to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, that was, I thought that was an actual respectful response. And that I was, think that was a clear... I actually, I did hear about this because that was the first yeah. respectful response in the history of Twitter. Yeah. There was a, there was a huge <laughs> story. Yes. 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 Especially towards a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, it was but all I, over Twitter. The comments were awful. Yeah. They were terrible. I, I think for being three tweets, it was very well constructed, mm-hmm. and I think that it was uh, an actually. What are the five response. things you liked about these <laughs> three tweets? What so, are your five criticisms? So Neil says, according to the book, angels and demons are sexless; they don't have genders. I've been very happy to describe it as a love story because that's what I wrote. I'm not going to describe them as gay men because whatever they are, they aren't that. Mm-hmm. And she responds by saying, "I do totally understand drawing that line as a creator, and I respect that, but." Mm-hmm. Also, yes, I hope, but what? Yes, but yeah, classic, yeah, yes, yes, but I hope you can understand and respect why some of us who love the work and you and see ourselves in it in a way we have been longing for find that a little that line a little painful. So I I wanted to bring this up because mm-hmm. I think it's an extension of the death of the altar, sure, that, uh, death of the author mm-hmm. conversation, death of the author at the altar uh, at the altar of public Twitter. opinion. Yeah, yes. Sure. Uh, what do you think? What's your wow? Um, really interesting thing to just scroll past. It is pretty interesting to yeah. see. Um, jeez, I think the person that that second, not the first. No, person, the first one I, needs. To I think that second person chill. responding had some legitimate points. It's, it's yeah, and you know maybe that's something that Neil didn't anticipate, and he maybe read that and was like, "Wow, okay, I didn't think about yeah. that." Um, I well, see where I, he's coming from. Where he when he makes a very literal like, yeah. "Okay, they're not men, so they can't be in an, uh, that kind of a relationship." Yeah. But I. Yeah, I think he maybe now understands his kind of the responsibility of you know having a, a relationship that, as they say, again, I know nothing about. Yeah, the I, story. Haven't, I haven't seen it or read it, so but I can't if Neil speak to and it. both this person confirm that they have a relationship that is similar yeah. to like a you know 
it shares characteristics. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. How many different ways can you have a relationship? You you watch Netflix, you fight about things, and then you like you know go out to to crappy restaurants. Together. I guess. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, no, I definitely think that the person responding had a legitimate legitimate claim, which is like, I mean, yeah, but they I ultimately respect that opinion. Like, yeah, it it hurts, but like, I mean, that's that's what you say. Yeah, but I, that person has a right to be a little disappointed, a little hurt, mm-hmm. but. I think they ultimately found a mutual understanding, which is so rare. Yeah, that's so absolutely. Rare. And he didn't, you know, he didn't. He doesn't have to. He didn't have to respond to any of this. Right. And some people would say he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I do personally believe that it's not the author's responsibility. No. But if you want to be a good public personality, it doesn't hurt to do mm-hmm. that. He definitely shouldn't have responded to the person who screamed at him and cursed at him in all caps. But he did, yeah. and I think that says a lot about who he but is. But that led person. to this exchange. Yeah, to this exchange. Mm-hmm. And I will say, from the things that I've read of his, since Sandman, which was in the you know mm-hmm. 90s, he's included queer characters, mm-hmm. transgender characters. He's included many minority characters. He's, right. he's never been someone to exclude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't to, have a tracker, but that doesn't no. like exempt him no, from, it doesn't. from anything. No, it doesn't. But I'm saying... Uh, I feel like if you're going to go after an author for doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. there might be, you know, 20, 30 more people you could kind of target first. Hey, man, you got you to gotta have an equal playing field. No, you do. Equal playing field. No, you do. I, but and I'm this is saying, an like, of-the-moment show that yeah. um, oh, no, yeah. Space Lesbian, was that her name? What's her Space name? Lesbian 7. Space Lesbian 7 is, you know, setting the internet ablaze with it. So you yeah. got yeah, to address it. You and look, address it I, I still think Space Lesbian 7 has every right to feel that way. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell Space Lesbian 7 not to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I would have gone about expressing my feelings a little differently, I mean, I everyone's like tweeted something in all caps before, like jokingly, like, a hot dog is not a sandwich. Imagine if like oh, Nathan. A yeah. hot dog is. Yeah. And then imagine if like Nathan's official account. The yeah. Nathan hot dog. Like, they are sandwiches, bitch. They're like, I, you know, that's your, I, that's your head cannon, but don't force yeah. that hot dog cannon on anyone else. Speaking of which, how I, cringy is the Wendy's Twitter? It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I used to think it was funny, but now it's just yeah. When like, I was when I was much younger, I when I watched those, uh, looked at those screenshots on on yeah. iFunny, I, I thought it was yep. I thought it was entertaining. When I was taking a poop in between homework, <laughs> like you know, soccer practice. Yes. Yeah. No. That. Um, pretty cringy now though i am just surprised that this has caused such a controversy i am too whereas the 1970s film oh god you devil which i watched in my grandma's house when i was a little kid i don't know what that is it's you know george burns is an actor like an old famous actor maybe he plays he's like a series of movies where he plays this old he's an old guy but he plays Mm -hmm. a god who like comes and visits people in the third installment oh god you devil he plays god and the devil Okay. And they have like a contentious relationship. No one's screaming about that. Yeah. Where's the Twitter outrage over that mm-hmm. coded relationship, potentially? I don't know. Did it take an, an Amazon Prime, uh, you know, show to, to, to bring it to, to light? I mean, possibly. I'm just saying this kind of angels and demons uh, interplay has been happening for years and no one has said anything. It's almost like a conspiracy theory I have. No one but Dan Brown. Yeah. He says some shit about it. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. So I I think the where I can end with it with the uh, death of the author authorial intent mm-hmm. is maybe the right answer is somewhere in the gray. It's in the grays in the Pleiades with the aliens. Is there a right answer? Probably not. No. I think the most right answer is why Neil said it. it's like hey, you believe yeah. that boom, that's great. Here's what it is mm-hmm. based on what I think. And yeah. I made it so that's how it is. Yeah. But, you know, 
just yeah. How many times are you gonna like run across Neil? You don't have to deal with Neil Gaiman. You and your friends are the only people. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of your social universe anyway. Until you get on Twitter and the whole everyone's connected. So it didn't matter before then. Think about this, which is really crazy. Mm -hmm. In like ten years. Whoa. Whoa. Ten years. years. How old am I gonna be in ten years? In like ten years, uh, I think Steamboat Willie, Batman, Superman, and a couple other popular characters are all going to be up for um, public domain. Oh, I'm already... I, dude, my alarm is set. Yeah. I have an alarm set, and yep. I'm going... As soon as that clock strikes midnight, I'm going to hit refresh, and I'm going to buy them. Yeah. Think about that, you capitalist overlords. Maybe we should. They're going to be belonging to the people. Let's buy back these icons. Let's, yeah. let's do it. And give to the people. No, I'll just hang on to it. Yeah, for no, a I'll bit. hang on to yeah. Batman. Well, I just, I just need to hang on to Batman until so I make a couple yeah. mil. I'll give it right back. Yeah, I'll give it I'll right give back. Right back. Right back. Right. <laughs> Look, you can trust me. I have good intentions. Steamboat Willie, I'm just going to hang on to it because I really want to see the Avengers and the X-Men in the same movie. Yeah, don't trust the other guy. Just trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. I know Which is why you should become a patron. Yeah. For this. <laughs> Please become a patron. Yes. Yes. Not only is it a monetary incentive, it's more of a boost to our egos, and mm-hmm. I, it, our egos haven't been stroked enough by this show. Yeah, absolutely. And you can, yeah. you can, you can totally, you know, with free will and a clear head, mm-hmm. fund our not suspicious at no. all attempts to buy these characters. None. Totally, yep. you know, yep. we're, we're, we have the best mm-hmm. of intentions. Yeah, I mean, look, who cares if I copyrighted the Happy Birthday song mm-hmm. and every time it's in a movie, people have to pay me ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Who cares? That was a smart move. It was a good move. It was a on shrewd my move. It's like uh, Daytona Bike Week. You know, you know Bike Week. Yeah. Daytona Bike Week. Oh yeah. Someone realized like three or four years ago that that name had never been trademarked. So someone trademarked it, and anytime it was printed on a shirt, they got Ching. a little bit of that moolah. Ching. Then moolah. I bet they tried to change the name, but it yeah. had already become such a thing. It's Bike Week. Like, uh, it's Daytona yeah. Motorcycle it's, uh, Days. The Motor Brigade. Yeah. Bike, bike, week. bike days bike week. this year. Nope. Bike week. Sorry, fam. Pay up Greg in New Mexico. Yeah. All right, Ryan. So what is the fic for this week? The fic for this week is... First off, what's the fandom? Because I really don't know. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, fuck. Okay. And it comes from fanfiction.net. Okay. And it is called... Since, you know, one of our one of the episodes I enjoy the most, and I think has been really popular for Our us, episodes or SpongeBob? Of, of episodes? our episodes. Okay is the Mario murder mystery. Okay. So I found a The Death of SpongeBob, a SpongeBob murder mystery. Oh. So I think I would I think I'm going to revert to being derivative already. I'm going to wait with bated breath on this one. This is like one of those um you ever watch like you know on a sitcom where they have the this character got amnesia, so all the other characters mm-hmm. have to remind them of the yeah. and then it's just a flashback episode. Yeah. This is our flashback episode. Okay. Where I just tell a story that we've kind of already told. Okay. How does that sound? I'm totally down. <laughs> the, I mean, the good thing is, with the way our podcast is, people aren't binging all of them. They're listening to the ones they want to listen to, mm-hmm. and then they're kind of tossing the other ones to the side. So maybe they never heard yeah. them. The yeah, Mario this could Mario be new, Mystery. totally new to some oh. of our biggest fans. Uncharted Waters. Um, was it supposed to be a SpongeBob? A, yeah, um, fuck you. No, well, I mean, there's only so many ways you can say Uncharted Waters, so I kind of had to just... You didn't have I to was, say it. I kind of did. I painted, I painted myself into a corner. Okay. I had to. All right. I only say things when they're 100% necessary. I don't, I don't <laughs> That's min- not true. I don't mince words. Neither of us do. I do not mince words. Okay. Every word I say is crucial. Okay. Um, 
Should we explain SpongeBob? People know SpongeBob. Um, he lives in a pineapple. Right, what's the elevator pitch? What's okay. the SpongeBob elevator pitch? All right. So there's All a sponge, right. and he lives in a pineapple under, the, under sea. the sea. And he's got a couple of friends. One of them is a starfish. The other's a squirrel. He's got a neighbor, a squid, who doesn't like him. That's basically it. And a pet snail. They get into crazy hijinks. Yeah. His boss what is it, a crab. What do you think? A crabe and a plankton. Actually, I just saw this there, um, to celebrate because it's also the 20-year anniversary of SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. Um, they're doing this thing where all of the actual voice actors are doing a live action that. version. Yeah. Where they're just like playing people. Yeah. But doing the voices and kind of doing it. It looks really awkward. Yeah. It looks really awkward. Yeah, no. But um, – Hey, probably make a bunch of money. Do you know? Do you know what uh, Nickelodeon just greenlit? What a SpongeBob SquarePants prequel yes, series where they're like, where they're like babies, right? Uh, I think they're teenagers, or you know, <laughs> angsty uh, SpongeBob or baby SpongeBob. You gotta go. I one think it's there. in the middle. I think uh, they're like okay. ten or eleven. They're Toddlers. at a camp. They're at a summer camp. Oh, okay. I think I have heard this. Why? Why not? Why no? <laughs> Um, that'll be atrocious, but it'll last 15 seasons. Yeah. Nick. And it's not made for us. That's true. That's, that's where, yes, honestly, that's us. where I currently sit with the Disney remakes. Mm-hmm. Not for me. No, they're mm-hmm. not for me. They weren't made for me. Disney doesn't want my money. But if they were going to redo like Xenon Girl of the 20th I'm sort of century, already there. Uh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. If they remade, sweet. if they redid DCOMs, I think I would be in on that. Uh, DCOMs are one of the things I care most about in this world. Would you be upset then if they remade them? Depends on the context. What about like Motocrossed, like a huge big mm-hmm. budget movie re-release? I think it depends on the casting, depends on the creative team behind it. If you, real quick, before we hop into it, which one would you remake? Either because it's your favorite mm. or because you think it has the best market. Because for me, I would do Halloween Town. Halloween because Town? Of, That's I think a, it's, good, it's a good one. I think it's my favorite, and I think it would have a huge market. Oh, it would. Big Halloween releases. I mean, there are, that's, that's a franchise. Yes. Halloween Town's a franchise. An expanded universe. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. What would I remake? Man. I think it also depends on who the target audience DCOM, is. DCOM, we've been using the Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. With, and all good DCOM stopped right around 2009. Okay. Yeah. The ones that come out now are a trash. I don't even, didn't they even, didn't even know they did them still. Oh, they still do. Okay. They still do. Uh, quite honestly, this is a contentious opinion, but I'm going to give it. I This is a hot take. So <laughs> just. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Put your tank tops on. I'm ready. I think the fall of the DCOM mm-hmm. was High School Musical. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. I thought you were going to drop your choice for the, the remake. Oh, Does oh, that mean you're oh, going to... Oh, oh, okay. What's my remake? Um, fuck. I really like Under Wraps. I just want to... That is that a there. good one. That is a you great movie. You could do an Under Wraps yeah. and like um, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Oh, You could do those so in like contiguous years yeah. and then do an after credit scene where Nick Fury walks yeah. out and he's like, I'd like you to, <laughs> I'd like you to join the DCOM initiative. This it's called Sword. I think if we do it the right way, you could even use the same cast, honestly, at this point. True Confessions. Mm. That was... So that could be a, that could be an Oscar contender. DCOMs used to have heart. Yes. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. DCOMs used to have heart. They used to really make you feel something. The Color of Friendship. That's a that, great they movie. should They should remake that. They that, should remake that. That would be pretty big. Uh, if you don't know any of these, just Google them. Treat yourself. Yeah, please do. Google please them. Find, I'm sure there's somewhere on If you don't have Google, Bingham. What is the one with Hayden Panettiere when she's on the aircraft carrier? 
because that's a great one oh too. yeah what is that one called um it's, it's called, uh, like the color like, of bravery or something no it's like family cruise something freedom cruise oh yeah i think that it's isn't it like during like 9 11 or something it is that's the i wasn't gonna say it that's the big twist though they're, oh. they're on because they're, they're just like that about, robert pattinson movie remember yeah, me where it's yeah, not about fuck. it at all and then at the end yeah yeah no because they talk about whether or not they should mobilize the the airplanes during 9 11 with the families on board mm-hmm. it's a and then all the families realize like oh shit, tiger cruise tiger cruise that's it that's a good movie I, I to me, I feel like if one needed to be remade, it would be one of the ones that had like meaning and purpose and mm-hmm. the heart. Because you know, Cowbells, I think, is a great movie. Does Cowbells need to <laughs> be remade? Don't not not knocking Twitches right now. No, I'm not knocking Twitches. And what's oh, what's the skating one? I love the inline skating one. Oh man. Oh, oh god, oh. what's the name of that one? Brink. Brink. Oh, with yes! this dude. With this dude. Yes. With that the guy is that the guy from Even Stevens? Uh, I don't even know that honestly. guy. Oh, the thirteenth year is a good movie too. Thirteenth year, but I, I do think you're you're on to something where it needs to have something. Yeah, meaning the, I can never remember the name of the one with Frankie Muniz where he's in a wheelchair. That mm. one, that one had a lot of heart to it. That one. Oh, had, the downhill derby one where yes, he like races yes, the cars. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think if we were going to remake a decom, it needs to be one of the ones with the heart. It needs to be one of the ones that had meaning and purpose. Miracle in Lane Two. That is it. So that would be that would be my my pick, I guess. That sounds like a cop out. It feels like a cop out because I can't tell you how much I would love to see Johnny Capahala. Is that his name? Johnny Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> Johnny, yep. Who's Johnny Capahala? That, that's got to be a real person. I don't know. I just I outed know. somebody. But I would love to see Johnny Tsunami. I'd love to see Xenon, my girl Xenon, back in the 21st century. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I. I, I if I'm if I'm given Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. to make a decom, yep. remake a decom, unlimited budget, it would definitely be one of the ones with meaning, and all of the money would be spent on the contracts for the actors. And you, yeah, huge names. Yeah, you have like Lupita Nyong'o in it, or like yeah. And I would still use Shia LaBeouf. That's a huge name. Yeah, that demands a huge contract. Yeah. No, he would still be in it. Yeah, just older now. Yeah, but, absolutely. I yeah. watched Luck of the Irish this year. Oh, on St. Patrick's fuck, Day. Fuck, that's such a good movie. It moderately holds up, which is surprised. Thought it was going to be awful, but it was, it's actually not terrible. No, that's no, pretty good. Yeah, I'm happy about that because that pretty would good. really upset me if it was terrible. But I would remake um, Halloween Town, and I would make thirty of them. By the way, Johnny Capahala is Johnny Tsunami's. That's name. his actual name. Yes. Okay. Just want to throw I that fig- one out I figured. There. That's I, that's what I thought you were going with, and then you were trying to do the title. I didn't know. It's uh, Johnny Capahala back on board. That's number two, the second one. <laughs> okay. So I was still right, is yes. my point. Technically correct. Technically I'm Let's go to the judges. Right. Yes, they are uh, awarding you technical points I will take for them. correctness. I will take them. Every episode of Suck My Fanfic is scored by a panel of world-renowned judges. Hell yeah. I also think uh, Smart House could be very scary nowadays. Ooh, with well, that's what the new Chucky is anyway, right? Is it? Charles it's, Play? Charles Play is like, a, it's like an AI. It. The new Chucky Charles yeah. Play is like he's like a mm-hmm. learns from your app or something and then he wants to kill you. But yeah, Smart House would be good but you know all the big tech companies will silence you oh they would all the yeah. all the, the mm-hmm. good ones anyway don't look up don't look under the bed is also a great yep. movie we re- you know we could probably go on like this for another hour we mm-hmm. should probably move on because i'm looking through the list right now and this is not good remember my date with the president's daughter my uh, date with, with the, the president's, president's daughter. daughter oh yeah yeah my, my date with her, her. Do, 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 do. god is so good now okay I'm, I'm exiting it out i'm exiting out the tab we're going to continue on to spongebob because we could do this for hours i'm that's gonna not... i'm gonna storyboard some uh so that's a good example all this new stuff that's coming out yeah spongebob prequel 
They're not for us. And then I'm That's sure if, fine. if you had a kid these days yeah. watch a decom, they'd be like, "What is this? Yeah, this isn't for me." You know, that's fine. It doesn't have to be. It's yeah. for me. Fuck you, little. But kid. that's what happens when you become you're a parent. frozen head ass. Get the fuck out of here. You become a parent. You sit over your kid and yeah. you demand that they watch what you watched. And then when they don't like it, you get frustrated. Oh, my parents did that with me very recent, even mm-hmm. with um, I think it's called Summer School with Mark Harmon, the guy from NCIS, okay. Gibbs. Okay. Every time, because I I got really into NCIS like last year. Mm -hmm. I watched every episode. Mm -hmm. And my dad watched some with me. My mom watched some with me. And then one day my mom's like, I just can't watch this show because I just always think of him in summer school. And I'm like, I literally have no idea what that means. And then it was on one of those like shitty, you know, uh, if you have Spectrum, it's like in the teens. Those, Those channels are like meaningless. It's one of those channels. Ooh, the ones that show like a lot of movies for yeah. some reason. Yeah. yeah, a lot of movies that nobody wants. I've never to watch. heard of. Yeah. yeah. So they play Summer School, and I watched it, and I'm like, "This is what defines Mark Harmon for you, Mom. Get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here!" Like, it's not a bad movie, but it's just it's one of those like silly '80s movies that also tries to be serious but funny, but also have a purpose. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's not mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, you know, it's not bad, but it's it's not Mark Harmon's career defining role. You know what I <laughs> no, mean? No, definitely, it no, certainly it's is. It's summer school. It certainly is. Yeah, it's like saying like, oh, I, I can't Toy Story. I just can't picture Tom Hanks yeah. in anything but uh, Turner and Hooch. Uh, yeah. He'll always no, be Turner. Yeah, he'll always be Turner. I can't. I can't. He'll always anything. be Hooch. An excellent Tom Hanks movie, yes. by the way. So I just you know maybe when I watch summer school and I look at my parents, I'm like, y'all are old head asses. Mm-hmm. I will one day show my kids under wraps. So your and- final answer is you'll wa- you'll you want to remake one True Confessions, or you want to make one that just any that has meaning. True Confessions. True Confessions. I'm saying if I had to pick, I feel like I would pick one that has okay. meaning, and I think that one's sort of wins out. Yeah, that one sort of punches punches you in the gut the hardest. Okay. Though I did watch Overboard. What's it's not Overboard? The one where they're on the yacht and they get stranded on the island. The three brothers. I watched that one a couple years ago. It's really good. I don't remember that. It's one. with the Lawrences. They have like three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, SpongeBob. 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 Murder pants. mystery. Yes. Murder mystery. The death of SpongeBob. Do I get to guess who murdered him? If you'd like to put in a guess right now, you're more than welcome. No, I need. I, give me. Uh, give me the first chapter, and then I will guess. Okay. I will give the correct and accurate guess that I will not take back. Or would you like to write it down like a mystery? Write it down and put it in in an envelope, and we'll reveal it. No, no, see how off you are. No, no, no. No, that's too fun. You don't want to have fun today. You want to just read a fan fiction? All right, I've already no, 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 no. Let's just read. I've already had too much fun talking about decoms. It's not good. Let's just read the fanfic. Inspector Tailfin was a tall, thin, and attractive fish with a shiny body compiled of green scales and dark, narrowed eyes. When he entered the Krusty Krab, lunch was not on his mind. Storming through the doors, he looked left and right. The establishment was empty, save for five people sitting at a table in the middle of the room. One was an off-blue squid with dull, expressionless eyes. The second, barely visible, was a small green plankton with one eye. The third, a crab with a gleaming red shell, sat next to the fourth, a pink starfish with a repetitive, stupid laugh. The fifth and final, propped up in a chair, was a yellow sponge with X's for eyes. I'm guessing that's the dead one. The crab (laughs) nodded. Now, can we get this over quickly? I need to open up the restaurant again. Hmm. I'll see what I can do. Eugene Krabs, yes. Another nod. And Sheldon Plankton, Squidward Tentacles, Patrick Starr. Then, he looked at the yellow corpse, SpongeBob SquarePants. 
We won't be long here. I'll just need to ask each of you a few questions, and we'll be through. Mr. Krabs, you're up first. All you sit tight. Inspector Tailfin led the crab into his office. Patrick looked over the unmoving sponge. Can you make me a Krabby Patty? I'm starving. End of chapter one. Would you like to guess now? All right. I have three things. Okay. One, that's a pretty good Patrick impression. Thanks. I'm I'm sorry. Credits credits due. Uh, can you make me? <laughs> can you make me? Uh, oh, crabby ready. The Two. ugly barnacle. Okay, that's all I got. Two. Yeah. The ugly barnacle. Mm-hmm. Two. Did you say what, what's the detective's name? Inspector Tailfin. I picture him as Noirmo, and you cannot change <laughs> my mind. I think he looks like um, Flats, the bu- the bully from boating school. I don't know why I can't, I can't get that. No, it's Noirmo. I'm not changing my mind on that. Oh, one. let's change it, Noirmo. No, no, this, is a, this is a crossover it's fic. a cross and a the fourth and the three-part duology my apologies to author fen fen rocks of fanfiction.net we're gonna we're gonna just do a little tweak. we're gonna massacre this a little tweak this episode and the third one is my guess mr krabs you think mr krabs i think it. it's mr krabs all right well let's i get... think i think if you're writing a good mystery you give the answer real quick mm. mr krabs wanted to get the uh, Let's get this over with. They so wanted to get, get the restaurant yeah. open. They want you to think it's because he's a greedy crab man. But he wants to cover it. Why would he kill his 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 star cook, the only person who makes him money? Uh, I think we'll have reasons. That's maybe maybe he uh, maybe he clapped. Uh, what's her face? The Pearl. whale. Pearl. Maybe he clapped whale. Pearl. Whale. <laughs> maybe he clapped. Did you Pearl. clap me, whale? Did you did you clap me, whale? <laughs> I think. Or maybe SpongeBob mistook him for an alien, an alien robot, a robot. Ah, yes, and maybe he was right. I don't know. Let's find. I out. don't know. Let us read on. Chapter two: An interview with Mr. Krabs. Have a seat. Inspector Tailfin sat across from Mr. Krabs and looked him straight in the eye. Mr. Krabs, I'd like for you to tell me everything you did earlier today. Am I getting paid? Inspector Tailfin sighed and scribbled down his notepad. No, you are not getting paid. Mr. Krabs stood. Well, can I at least have my money out of the desk so that it can comfort me? Can I uh, have my... uh, Hey, they sound kind of similar, all right? They do, they do. Whatever. He drummed his finger on the table as Mr. Krabs unveiled an ungodly amount of gold. Now explain. Well, I woke up. I think that happened first. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Mr. Krabs lifted a coin with an oversized claw and grinned at it, his throaty voice suddenly getting more cheerful. I got some snail po. Snail po? You have a snail? No, I just wanted my breakfast. Mr. Tailfin stared at him, mouth gaping open like a dark tunnel. You eat snail po for breakfast? Snail po, if you remember, is gross. You don't remember that? No. There's an episode where SpongeBob, I think he loses something, so he has to repeat his morning a bunch of times. And he says, it's the most important meal of oh, the yeah, day. Yeah. Serving it, it up, up Gary's, Gary's way. way. And then he tastes things. Blah! Snail po. Snail po. Okay. So Mr. Krabs eats snail po. I don't believe it. Do you buy it? Mm. Things aren't looking good for Mr. Krabs. Well, it's cheaper than anything else. I immediately buy it. The taste is a little rough getting used to, but it's worth it. Anyway, next. Then I took the pill. Seeing Inspector Tailfin's confusion, he shrugged. He's on the pill? I'm old. Old people take medication. What kind of medication? Pain medication? Depression medication? He paused before revealing the last kind he had in mind. Random bouts of insanity that might lead you to kill people? Medication? Nah, I'm just old. Continue. He's not doing very good detective work. From only this brief minute of conversation, Inspector Tailfin had had already written two whole pages of notes. Then I let out a really long burp. Let's just skip to the part where you get to the Krusty Krab. 
Mr. Krabs sets down the coin. So I got to the Krusty Krab and I said hello to SpongeBob, then to get to work making them patties. And he did. So I went to my office. And did what? Well, I counted me money, of course. What else would I do? Inspector Tailfin rose an eyebrow. All managers did was count their money? I can confirm. Maybe he should have been a manager instead of a crummy investigator. Pay was bad. People leapt on you and tried to rip your guts out. There were never enough girls. Don't you want to know how much money I have? Inspector Tailfin gulped. No, thanks. When did you see SpongeBob? Well, Squidward told me something was wrong, and we walked into the kitchen, then BAM! Sad as a penny down the gutter. Me fry cook was dead, X dies and all. So you're telling me you view this as a bad thing? A bad thing? Mr. Krabs rose, his tone menacing. A bad thing? It's a terrible thing! My business will spiral down, my money will fall out of me mattress like snail po from a can! Fascinating. Inspector Tailpin scrawled down the note, on, the quote on his clipboard. Eyebrows as high as sea level. Be a good crab and bring in Squidward, huh? End of the chapter. This person's really leaning on snail po. Mm-hmm. Is, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I won't have another penny for the rest of me life until this murderer is arrested and I get myself a new sponge. A new snail po. And more snail po. Okay, now we go into... Ch- so you're still sold on... Uh, I'm still sold. Mr. Krabs? You're not going to change my mind. Here comes Squidward. I told you I wouldn't change it, so... Squidward entered the room, blank eyes darting, and seated himself at the desk across from Inspector Tailfin. He rested his chin on his tentacles without a word. Squidward tentacles. What do you think of SpongeBob? I don't think of SpongeBob. I've worked very hard to forget his existence completely. <laughs> Squidward laughed at his own joke, his, his big nose wrinkling. Don't think, forget his existence. Inspector Tailfin made a clicking sound with his tongue and wrote down, makes lame-ass jokes in big letters on his clipboard. So you're telling me you're not a big fan of his? Not a big fan. He spends every day annoying me, bothering me, pestering me, ruining my life. Voice reduced to a whine, Squidward's mouth curled into a frown. You're glad you met him after he was dead. Have you done anything violent to SpongeBob? Inspector Tailfin, alarmed, drew many large exclamation points on his clipboard. Well, not intentionally. Please explain. Squidward sighed. I once gave him a pie. That's violent? I thought that was friendly. Not just any pie. I didn't know, but it was a a bomb pie. I was exploding with glee when I found out he hadn't needed it after all. all. Mm Mm-hmm. Get it? Exploding. I, I cracked myself. After the make lame jokes net remark in his notepad, Inspector Tailfin wrote repeatedly in even large letters. That's not part of it. How did you come across him today? Laughter finally dying down, Squidward looked at him blankly. Well, I work at the cashier. The patties weren't coming in, and I poked my head to the back, and he was just lying there, completely still, dead. Do you have any clue who might have done it? My guess is Patrick. He's so dumb he couldn't score as high on an IQ test as a brick. Before Squidward had the chance to laugh again, Inspector Tailfin lashed out with one more question. Are you on any medication? Mm. No, but with all the annoyances SpongeBob gave me, I I should have had a couple over-the-counter pills. Why? Inspector Tailfin's face became innocent. No reason. I'm through with you. Can you please send in Plankton? He looked down at his clipboard, flipped to the next page, and printed, Prime Suspect, Squidward Tentacles. You're just trying to lead me off the track, dude. Yeah? You're still staying the course. I'm still here. All right. Death of SpongeBob, Chapter 4, An Interview with Plankton. The door opened and closed rather rapidly. Inspector Tailfin looked around wildly. Is someone there? 
A cinematic boinging effect sounded above about the office. Yes, it is I, Plankton. Onto the de- desk hopped a minuscule being. Sheldon Plankton, what were you doing in the Krusty Krab today? The small green creature blinked its single eye and replied in an enormously loud voice, Trying to steal the Krabby Patty formula, of course. And does SpongeBob have that formula? Yes, I should know. I know quite a bit. I went to college. Inspector Tailfin, can you confirm? You also went to college. I did. Do you know quite a bit? Mm, more than some, less mm. than others. Okay, this is an inaccurate fanfic. Yeah. Inspector Tailfin narrowed his eyes. Yes, yes, that's all very interesting. Did you see SpongeBob while you attempted this heinous act? He shrugged his nearly non-existent shoulders. I only saw Mr. Krabs until Krabs went into the kitchen suddenly and I followed. And there he was. How do you feel about this? Oh, we were friends once a long time ago, he sighed wistfully. Then his face cleared of emotion. I felt okay. I don't think about SpongeBob much, as long as I get that Krabby Patty formula. What do you plan to do with the Krabby Patty formula if you get it? Plankton's face scrunched up in thought. I I don't know. I think I'll probably use it in my food and sell them worldwide and make millions of dollars, with which I'll buy custody of several chain restaurants and then take over the world. After that, I haven't planned much. Not bad. Take over the world? At your height? Inspector Tailfin snorted. Oh, shit. Hey, don't make fun of me. When I hit my growth spurt, his voice became even louder, menacing. I will crush you. Okay, Inspector Tailfin looked down at his notes. So, do you hold a personal grudge against SpongeBob in any way? SpongeBob? Not not really, unless he gets in my ways of evil. No further questions. Plankton looked at him, his eyes widening. Do, do you think I'm the murderer? No, Inspector Tailfin said, looking at his clipboard. But I do think that you might need therapy. You're kind of weird. Plankton's mouth twisted into a frown. Oh, and he leaves. None of that. None of that convinced you. No. I do agree. I feel like like Mr. Krabs is the most medium suspicious Mm -hmm. right now. Hmm. Okay. We're cracking on then. I do like how uh, Inspector Tailfin tried to get a rise out of him. Yeah. Try to see. I like that. Get a flash of anger. This uh, Tailfin is a lot more to him. Mm. Yeah. A lot more to him. Tuna, 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 and this is a pun. This catfish, you... All right, chapter five, interview with Patrick. Patrick Starr sat across... He's a star witness. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Starr sat across from Inspector Tailfin, staring him down with dull eyes devoid of intelligence. A few moments of speechlessness passed, where Mr. Inspector Tailfin wrote on his clipboard several useless details about Patrick. Actually, they were all the same fact. If one were to look over Inspector's shoulder, they might see that he had scribbled down pink an ungodly number of times. Finally, without looking up, he asked a question. Patrick Starr, you are SpongeBob's closest friend, yes? The starfish's mouth opened wide, revealing several crooked teeth. He spoke in a dull, low voice. Wow, this question is hard. When do I get my results? Did I win? I just want to know if you're SpongeBob's friend. Patrick uttered a wail. Who's SpongeBob? Uh, No, don't tell me. I know this one. Uh, uh, Thirteen. Yes, the answer is thirteen. Inspector Tailfin sighed. Never mind. Let's talk about something else. He looked up at Patrick at last, and his eyes narrowed slightly. We'll just assume you're his friend, since that is what my notes plainly read. Have you ever killed anything? For example, been been unable to take care of a pet or even a friend? At this, he leaned forward slightly. I have a pet. His name is Rock. He's a snail. And I also had a kid once. You had a kid? Wait, I don't remember that. Inspector Telfin said, and he rose. With SpongeBob. He was really cute. A a clam. 
uh, SpongeBob was oh, the mommy okay. at Jeez. this. Patrick nodded with emphasis. <laughs> but SpongeBob wouldn't let us have another. I don't know why. Patrick jumped up from his sheet, his seat. Where is SpongeBob? I want to play with him. The forensic scientist took him while Mr. Krabs was getting interviewed. In a while, he'll be back. Patrick stared forward stupidly. He's never coming back. Forensic? Is the scientist going to give him fur? No. He's going to dissect him to find out how he died. Oh, Starfish nodded, eyes still completely confused. Yeah. Well, I lost my ribs the other day, and if the scientist has them, can you send them over? Inspector Telfin nodded. Fins crossed behind his back. He quickly wrote on his clipboard, is chronically stupid. With yet another nod for emphasis, he spoke, I think it's time you go out with the others. I'm going to look at my notes and try to discern who the killer is. Patrick's jaw dropped. SpongeBob is dead? Why didn't you tell me this earlier? And that's it. That's the end of uh, SpongeBob. I think I think you'll find a lot of uh, similarities between my portrayal of Patrick and my portrayal of Michael in the Gainesville uh, theater production <laughs> of the Pillow Man. The Pillow Man. The Pillow Man. I, I was going to say the author, but I don't remember his name. Uh, this is the same guy who wrote Cripple of Inishman. Super famous. How can I remember him? I don't remember. Nah, screw it. Yeah, we have the inter- internets, but we won't look it up. It's fine. I'm going to look it up. I'm You're not going to tell up? anybody. The Pillow Man by Michael oh, I don't McDonough. Mean, Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. Okay. We love those. We love those. Uh, we love those English people. Alliteration. There's alliterative Englishmen. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Chapter six, the shocking conclusion. Are you on the edge of your seat? I can tell. I can tell. I'm about to break the chair. Let's do I this. I can tell. Inspector Tailfin paced back and forth, glancing at the four suspects, Eugene Krabs. Supposedly, your business will fail if SpongeBob is dead, but what if it actually attracts customers? Mm-hmm. The idea of a murder is very fascinating to most. Mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs gulped. It looks like Mr. Krabs is going to try to make a murder mystery podcast about this whole thing. Make mm-hmm. some money. Turning slightly to Squidward, the inspector spoke coldly. Squidward tentacles. You have been annoyed with SpongeBob for quite a while, nearly killing him once in the past. What if you lost it this one time? Squidward looks down. Then, without looking down at Plankton, Telfin continued in you. SpongeBob's death would quite likely... Um, let me see that again. And you. SpongeBob's death could be quite likely your attempt at a blow to Eugene. Okay. Awkward, yeah. awkward phrasing. Plankton glared and shouted something about having a bachelor's degree. Finally, the detective detective looked Patrick in his dull, dumb eyes. But Patrick, you probably haven't even realized that he's dead, meaning that you lack any intelligence, and that would make it very likely you could kill him by accident. Mm -hmm. Patrick drooled a little bit from the side of his mouth. I lack intelligence? Suddenly, the doors burst open. Scooter, I don't know who Scooter is, Clad in his lab suit, wheeled in a poorly glued back together sponge. Oh my god. I have found the cause of death. And let me say it is Oh, wait a second. Is Scooter give me a pic pull me up a picture of Scooter. I think I know who this guy is. He's just a purple fish. fish. He's oh he's the guy that died. Yes, yes, okay, because he says, I have found out the cause of death. Let me say it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's him. Okay, this is the guy who dies a ghoulu. It was totally tubular. I finally experienced high tide. High tide. <laughs> right, John. <laughs> yeah. Inspector Telfin's head whipped around and he took three large steps towards the body. What is it? Some jerk chopped him into tiny pieces and tried to glue him back together. Scooter shook his head sadly. I don't know who'd have done that. He was perfectly alive when he came into the laboratory. 
Wait, what? Wait, you killed him. What? Inspector Tailfin turned around a full revolution. That's 360 degrees, so he's facing the That's same a direction. a full revolution. He did a freaking... He turned Michael forward. Jackson yeah. spin. Oh! <laughs> what? Ow! Looking at the astonished faces of the subjects, you mean that the murderer is you, Scooter? Scooter? Patrick, oh, I told. <laughs> Patrick grabbed a bag of popcorn. This is a plot twist I would have never expected. Scooter laughed nervously. Hey, I didn't kill him. Some forensic scientist did. Which you aren't. The inspector, suddenly dominating the scene, cried out. Show me your forensics license. The purple fish looked around. Whoa, I'm not a forensic scientist, dude. I would have never guessed. He actually is the forensic scientist. He just forgot because he's mm. Scooter. Lovable, yeah. forgetful. Squidward stood from his chair. And Tailfin here has a shocking secret, too. All eyes turned to Squidward. Aww. That hair, he looked almost pained as he continued, is a toupee. No, Tailfin screamed. Mm. Why? We all must have secrets. Why did you tell? Mr. Krabs stood as well. To hide from the fact that you wanted SpongeBob to die. He wasn't dead, Squidward yelled. Patrick was drawing X's over his eyes, that's all. Patrick looked around stupidly. I was drawing X's over his eyes? Mm. Plankton, who had already been standing but no one noticed because yeah. he was so short, shouted loudly, But I have the most shocking information of all. No one turned to look at him. Hey, my opinion can be trusted, too. I went to college. Okay. Inspector Tailfin narrowed his eyes at him. You're just weird. But listen. Everyone fell silent, save for the slight laugh of Scooter. <laughs> but then, as Inspector Tailfin turned to Scooter to tell him to stop, he then realized Scooter was not laughing. <laughs> Who was laughing? And I can Sponge only bomb. describe... Because I can't do it myself. The iconic SpongeBob laughed. <laughs> SpongeBob stood up. I'm ready. Squidward looked blankly at him. Well, I'm actually ready to kill SpongeBob now. Mr. Krabs nodded. Plankton grabbed a flamethrower. Scooter took what? an incising tool from the bed he had wheeled SpongeBob in on. What? Patrick bared his one tooth. Everyone thinks he's like a uh, like a, a zombie or something. Mm. That's pretty much it. They say not exactly the end just yet as all the characters chase SpongeBob out of the Krusty Krab. I'm going to glaze over this last because I feel like we've gotten our closure. Yeah. Scooter killed him, but he's a sponge, so he just just grew back together. Yeah. Um, It's also, no offense to the person who wrote this, sort of a shitty way to end that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much uh, it just uh, goes down from there. There's an epilogue. Mm Mm-hmm. Where they kind of just go back to their normal lives. SpongeBob and uh, and uh, Patrick are jellyfishing. Squidward and Mr. Krabs are back at the the Krusty Krab, and uh, I guess Plankton and Scooter hanging out. They're banging. <laughs> They're banging. They're banging. <laughs> That's it. It's no big deal. And Inspector Tailfin, the OC of the tale, lives ever happily ever after. Is fired. Is fired. Is oh, fired okay. from his job as well, an inspector. So I was wrong about Mr. Krabs because there was no murder. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Hey, you didn't pick the most obvious. No murder. The most obvious answer to that question is uh, none. None, yeah. Mm-hmm. None of the above. Mm-hmm. E. Mm-hmm. Should have picked E. Should have picked E. Dumbass. The easiest choice to go through. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, I'm going to come out and say it. One of, one of the one of the weaker fix we've read. Yeah. And it wasn't that it was... The, the rest of it wasn't bad. It was just the ending. This was a vehicle for me to show off that I can do other voices besides... Besides Rick. Not great voices, but just voices no, that are different. No, you just can do other voices. I have other yeah. voices. There are, the ability is there to do voices other than Richard. My internal uh, monologue is always in Rick. That's just how yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's always that. Um, That's fine. But, um, yeah. 
That's it. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I just... Uh, yeah, ending could have been a little bit, <laughs> a little bit stronger. The ending could have existed. When you, when you get invested in a murder mystery, I think this is a, this is important to talk about. You invest in a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. You want there to be a murder, mm-hmm. and then mystery as to who committed the murder. Mm-hmm. But when you take the murder mystery and go, yeah, no, there was no murder. It it's never just, happened anyway. Yeah, that's who a, are Ray's parents? Doesn't matter. It anyway. Doesn't matter. Who but it's going to. Doesn't matter. In the ninth, it's going to. It could, or it Maybe. could still not matter. Yeah. Ooh, sorry about that. You're good. Clanging into the mic over here. Good structure, though. No, I like good the structure. idea of the structure yeah. of the interviews. Mm-hmm. Just really didn't go anywhere. I don't know why Plankton had to keep mentioning college, but he did. Hey, somebody had to. I might just feel personally attacked because that's basically me. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. had to. Uh, yeah. Somebody had to. Someone to had to rail against the establishment. Horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shit. He just got a bachelor's degree, though. He's a total plebe. Yeah, I'm a plebe. <laughs> I'm a plebeian. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Uh, do we do, should we compliment it? Have we done compliments, um, criticisms, things we would change? I think we I, I think we kind of covered all that, honestly. I mean, how many uh, Patrick stars out of yeah. five would you give it, Patrick? Uh, I would give it two and a half to three. Two and a half to three. I solid two. Solid two. Solid See, two. That's, I, I fucking hate it when I go to movies and I talk <laughs> to people. No, and they're like, well, "What would you give it out of 10 I'm like, "I just enjoyed the movie." No, 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 no. no. I get that. Yeah. I get it. But what would you give it out of ten? All right, I'm not a movie reviewer. Uh-huh. Quite frankly, I don't really care about reviewing movies. Did I enjoy the movie? Yes. Was I just critically review seen? fan fiction. No, yes, I just critically review fanfic. Like, just give it out of ten, and then I go seven. Really, <laughs> a seven? People just want to fight. What when the they get fuck out of would you ask then if you didn't want to hear my answer? Like, oh, I gave it a solid five point nine seven three. Okay, fuck you. Like, I don't... I, fine. I have, a like, friend, I have a friend who's the same way. I love yeah. to, like... Whenever I see a movie, I love to, like, dissect it and, yeah. like, talk about it and try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. He hates that. And every time we leave... I, I remember one time we left, I was like, oh, what do you think of that movie? He was like, good. And I was like, I thought it was pretty terrible. And he's like, so you know better than, like, everyone in Hollywood? You oh know my, better than, like, oh all the God. people? Like, it goes through so many people. Like, just can you not just enjoy the movie? Like, <sighs> I figure if it made it, it's good enough. He wasn't arguing that it was a great movie. Yeah. But he was just saying, like... If it's cleared enough hurdles, it's probably good enough. Mm. I paid money to see it. Mm. I'm not going to think I didn't like something that I paid money to see. No, I can. I, I've definitely enjoyed things I paid money. Did not enjoy things I paid money to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I just I think there's a clear distinction between a movie I enjoyed and a movie that I thought was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed sitting there watching Suicide Squad. Come at me if you want. Make the face all you want. I I actively enjoyed sitting there watching it. When I got out of the movie, did I think, wow, that wasn't a very good movie? Absolutely. Okay, that's but fair. But I can't have that? I, you know, no, I, that's fine. I, I just, I, yeah, that's fine. No. But it you made a ton saying. of money? It won an Oscar? Yeah. Oscar award-winning yeah, suicide How many Oscar award-winning uh, MCU movies are there? None. I don't think there are. Didn't Black Panther win for, like, uh, costume uh, Soundtrack design? or some shit like I that, probably. Was costume probably. Design. Who fucking knows? So one. One. Same. So same. 23, 24 movies later... Compared to what seven? Didn't Suicide Squad also went for like costume design. I believe so. Okay, everything wins for costume yeah. design. Yeah, so I think I, this podcast won an Oscar for costume design. Yeah, it you got a nice did. shirt on. I did. Thank very you. Fresh yeah, shirt. I remember it was funny because everyone hated Suicide Squad so much uh, that when it won the costume design, they're like, "Really? That beat out Star Trek Into Darkness? Did you watch the movie? They all were the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, it's did you even see the movie? Did you consume that movie? No, but look at this picture I found online. Okay, fuck off. Like, Literally, con Benedict spoilers. Benedict Cumberbatch's con in that movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, so it's the one after that. I don't. Remember. I, didn't, I didn't see the third one. It was the third one they went. Was up it against. the third one? Yeah, it was okay. the third one. It was up against. Okay, that one actually had some decent comic, uh, some decent costume design. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it in theaters. It was the first one not directed by JJ, right? Yeah, that was James Wan. I think that directed James. That one. No, no, not James Wan. Uh, no. Lin, Lin. Yeah, um, the guy who did Fast and Furious. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
this has been our review of the 2013 Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> costume design episode. Yeah, costume design 2013. No, All right, next week, fam, we're going to do cinematography. Cinematography. And then uh, I am more than ready to do screenplays. And then we're going to do sound mixing versus yes. sound editing. Yes. Yes. Who knows what the fuck the differences between those two things are. Important distinction. No, I believe it. Mm. I believe it. Uh, no, I just, I hate when I'm like forced to rate things because mm-hmm. I, am, am I rating it? Rate this podcast. Well, uh, uh, 69 out of, uh, uh, 420 out of 69. That's nice. a, Very that's good. a sick, that's Very a sick good. one. Uh, but no, like, you know, am I rating it based on quality or if I enjoyed it? If I enjoyed it, then it's a thumbs up, thumbs down. I assume that it's the- a Netflix system because Amy Schumer broke it. If not, it's a number system. I assume that the rating is like, what did you, what do you, what do you, what, how much did you enjoy it? What, what percent of you is walking away but satisfied? Then that, but, but then I just feel like shitty because sometimes I walk out of a movie, I'm so hyped on it. A couple days later, I'm like, eh, it wasn't as big as I thought it was. Sure, your immediate then reaction I, is quite different. Then yeah. I have to like retract my initial rating and like put, like, I, you look, you look, I walked out of The Last Jedi and I was like, that was pretty fun. <laughs> you know, there, it had its moments. It had some stuff I didn't like, yeah. but it had its moments. Yeah. And then the more that I've let it like simmer in my head and just swirl around, I'm like, that didn't make any sense. I mean, a lot of that, a Wait, lot of I that. I hated that part. Why did you think you enjoyed it? A like, lot of that is also like, you start seeing like reactions. I, I always try to stay away from like the online no, reactions. I'm staying away but, from that stuff. But people still bring up very yeah. valid points. Oh, absolutely. It's like having, I only hang out with, with, you know, besides you, obviously. My, my other yeah. friends are quite dumb, so like, yeah. you know, no one brings up good points ever. Mm-hmm. So I get to walk oh, through life blissfully. Thank you. Um, and, you know, so na- internet, having the internet is like having a bunch of friends who make really good points yeah. and ruin all your favorite things. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but no, so, it, you know, when I walked out of The Last Jedi, I think, I think if you'd asked me to give it a rating, I probably would have said a seven or an eight. You ask me that question now, it's a drastically different answer. It's not going to be the same answer <laughs> not, by far. We'll say it's not It's an 11. Eight. It's an 11. It's the best movie it's ever. It's cranked up. Yeah, it's, it's the great. best. Yeah. It's better than Empire. Oh, it's f- better than Empire and better than the best one, number one. Yeah, better yeah. than Phantom. Yeah, mm-hmm. Empire and Phantom. Uh, it's also better than Solo. Solo is, I think, arguably the best. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. What's your li- you haven't seen Solo? No. Solo is all member berries, and oh, I get that reference. Good. There's li- look. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it, who cares? Are you really gonna be <laughs> mad that I spoil this? There's one part where he's like, Whoa. if you if you if you're mad that Alex spoiled this, take out an envelope, yeah. punch into the envelope, yeah. seal it up tight, mail it to our headquarters, yep. which is 69 69th Street, New York, New York, 420 Blazit Avenue. He'll open it up. He'll punch yeah. him in the face. Yeah. I. Uh, there's one there's one part that I just I sat there and just literally face bombed and he has this big moment, it doesn't go the way he wants, and he just goes, Fuck it, I'll join the military and he like goes to enlist and they go, What's your name? And he goes, Han and they go, What's your last name? And he goes, I don't have a last name and he goes, Hmm, you're here by yourself? Solo <laughs> Fuck you Well even if his name was like Johnson, like that would always be like, oh, you look well endowed, Johnson. Yeah, fuck Solo. you. You know, so they were always going to have to give him a last. It was name. bad. Solo could have just been his last name too. It could have just been his last name. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to. You didn't have to give an origin for everything about his about everything about his life. There's one part where Woody Harrelson hands him the blaster, and you're like, oh, that's how he gets his blaster. <laughs> the blaster's oh, pretty oh. cool though. But you didn't need to put that in there. Uh-huh. You don't. You don't have to. That's what I hate about prequel origin movies. You don't have to give an origin for everything. Is there like a fun sequence where Lando takes some shots? 
dropping and he keeps coming out of the basically with like and he's like thumbs down thumbs down and then he's got his yep. vest on and then he's like yeah and the entire time up. Lando's getting domed by the I'm feminist robot up to yeah do not want the world well, to know just playing a musical montage or I'm walking on sunshine yeah. and there's yeah. this is actually a spoiler so if you don't do you want me to I I know everything that happens okay in the movie, when yeah. Darth Maul comes on screen what whoa and you're like, oh, I remember him. Yeah. Oh my god, yes, just frivolous. Because I said one of my friends is a really big Star Wars fan, and they lost their mind at that. And I go, all right, take that moment out of the movie. Is the movie exactly the same movie? Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah. I'm like, then it didn't need to be in it. And they're like, but it was cool. It was fan service. Yeah, like, it was cool. Fuck you. Fuck fan service. I don't know. It's not made for me. It's not. Okay. That movie's not made for me. How apparently. many? How, what do you give it? How many Patrick stars out of five? For solo, yeah, uh, legitimately, probably one or two. Okay, yeah. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, terrible, two and a half or two three. Half. <laughs> yeah, couldn't stand to, it. To me, if it's a mediocre movie, it's a seven because I probably still enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, so really, it's if anything, it's if, if it's between a five or a ten for me. That's mm-hmm. normally my range. If it's lower than that, you I did something really purposefully did not to like upset. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, they were like, hey, Alex, you suck. Yeah, back to the movie. Yeah, they're like, um, you know, middle like this big epic, you know, intergalactic fight. And then they just turn in the screen. They're like, Alex, Alex, you little bitch. And I'm like, what? That kid in the third no. row with the shorts? Yeah. What a loser. No. I liked this movie up until that point. Now I just feel personally attacked. Look, I'm just chowing on that popcorn. Gross. Yeah. Like, whoa. Open whoa. your pig mouth. Very, very. That did not yeah. translate well to the foreign no. market. So, yeah. That's, uh, I think that's a good way that we can discuss the Spongebob fic. I think that was a good commentary for the Spongebob fic. What do you think? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. What are you stoked on? Um, what am I stoked on? I am stoked. We talked about this a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. I am stoked. I just like binge-watched Stranger Things. And we talked about it a little bit. Stranger Things Season 3, it's a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's essentially... Netflix every, is a streaming service. It's a streaming stream. service. <laughs> streaming is something you do on the internet. The internet is a connection of uh, yeah. devices. And, and it's where you can watch... Uh, all of the porn you can ever dream of. And also where you're listening to this podcast yeah. right now. So if you didn't know that, um, you're really intuitive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stranger Things is kind of like if you put every 80s movie into a blender and mash it up. You don't, I, I watched the first two seasons. I don't remember anybody's name. I don't remember any plot points. All the characters were pleasant, but I didn't remember. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you any of the characters' mm-hmm. names before the season started. But this season, bangs. Three? I enjoy it. Season three bangs. Season three bangs. Is that the officially endorsed suck my fan opinion? It is. It is a solid two and a half, three Patrick stars out of five. It is so oh, good. Go. It is so good. Three Patrick stars out of five. That's got to be good. Absolutely amazing. It's got to be a banger. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I, w- I would talk about it, but I don't want I don't want to spoil anything. So. And I literally have not watched a minute of Stranger Things. <laughs> if you so. like Super Eight, this is I a, love Super Eight. This is very. It's not as good as Super Eight, yeah. but it's very passable binging. Like it's okay. like the kind of yeah. uh, middle of the road thing that you like. And not every show has to be the best show you'll oh, ever of course, watch. Of course, yeah. So. This, this, this is this feels a very. Mm-hmm. I mean, for some people, this is their favorite show ever. Yeah, but this feels a very important kind of like. There are a lot of Stranger Things books. It's like the mashed potatoes of. of it. It's a kind of just. It needs gravy, but on its own, mm-hmm. it'll just it'll fill out the plate. Those people that talk about how much they love the '80s, though they were born in '97. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I like. That's what this is cashing in on. That's oh, how absolutely. That's how it's made its money. Absolutely, yeah. But um, uh-huh, I love the '80s. But yeah, if you like, if you like, I know you like Super Eight. You'd probably this would be just okay. a dandy stream for you. Okay, I'm down. A dandy stream. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm stoked on. 
for Fourth of July, mm-hmm. I took a trip to Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Niagara Falls, and uh, I Niagara Falls, in case you're wondering, or does it? Is it all? Is it an? I've heard it's an optical illusion. Oh, it's <laughs> and it's just it's a big conspiracy just to get people to take a shower. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. It's actually just one big tourist trap. Mm-hmm. I think it was created by the government to be a tourist trap. That's probably it. Mm-hmm. Most likely, sure. Sort of in the realm of the Hoover Dam. Uh, but in all seriousness, it's really cool. It was a really, really fun time. Uh, you have the American side, the Canadian side. I went to Canada for the first time ever oh. on July 5th because wow. I refused to leave my home country on the Independence Day. So mm-hmm. Wait, wait. But you left on Independence Day. No, on the 5th. That's an Independence Day. Well, uh, every day is an Independence Day. Okay, let's talk about that first. However, the Independence Day, July 4th. Mm-hmm. I was unable to. Uh, I, I was unwilling, <laughs> physically to unable. The, to. I was. I, I, I think my body would have turned into dust. <laughs> you would have been snapped as soon as you crossed. I, I the think border. I would have crossed, took, taken a step over the border, and turned into uh, the when the arc opens in Indiana Jones, and my, yeah, I would have just would have melted. melted. Yeah. I would have melted into the grate, into the gorge, and I would have become a part of the river. I would have liked to think it was like a physical force field, so like the car <laughs> you were in would have kept <laughs> going, but you were just like, whoa, I, I can't do it. Uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. So we went there. We looked at the falls, did the Maid of the Mist, did the Cave of the Winds. Maid of the Mist? That's the boat? That's the boat. The boat The boat that goes into the waterfall? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Maid of the Mist is the boat, and then there's the Cave of the Winds where you take an elevator down, and you're basically on like a boardwalk underneath it. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick, Cave of the Winds. Whoa. That's a contentious opinion, but okay. I'd say Cave of the Winds. All right. So it's cool. I get drenched, but it was super fun. And then 4th of July, they actually had fireworks over the falls. And they have a really cool thing where they light the falls up with different colors. So the falls are red, white, and blue. Do they do that every night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. Yeah. But the falls are red, white, and blue. And it had the, the fireworks. And it was, it was just super cool. Super good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those uh, natural natural wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. It's also a very young natural wonder of the world. So I'm really glad I got to go and see it. And it's young, then we got to capture its, its demographic. Yeah, we really we gotta, do. We got to get the young viewers. We got to get in there listeners. right now. We got to get Niagara on our yeah. side. Niagara's hot. Niagara's hot. Hot, 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 hot. Uh, it's also going to run out one day. So that's, as everything will. As everything will. That's good to remember. Yeah. yeah. The because the Great Lakes were created when massive glaciers receded mm-hmm. during the last ice age. And when they receded, they just carved these big holes and then they became basically dumping grounds for the glacial water. And so the only reasons why we have the Great Lakes and all the rivers that run out of them is because more water was dumped there than what can like feasibly sit there. But obviously, it can only go out at a certain pace. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, and so the, it's not like ice melt, right? Where's the where's the it source? Is. It is really. It's it's basically prehistoric ice melt. Mm. It's all of the the water that's in the Great Lakes is glacial water, mm. and it's a beautiful, beautiful color uh, when you see it in the Niagara River because the Niagara River connects. Um, Lake Erie to Lake Ontario. Is it as beautiful as the Hudson? Like a nice light brown? Oh, yeah. Nice mm-hmm. light brown with Very a little smoky yeah, water. And yeah. you can see those fish with a couple heads. It's yeah. not as beautiful as that, but okay. it's still beautiful. Okay. It's, it's just, it's sort of a passable bluish green um, clear, you yeah, know. It's, okay. Yeah. It's whatever. I like it murky. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're, they're, um, they're going to empty when the, when the lakes get enough water in them to where. So I got to go now. I, in a couple thousand years, they're going to empty. I've got to go now. I would say go now. Just if I was on the board of tourism for Niagara yeah, Falls, I would I'd be like, be, it's it's running out in five five years. Out. You got five thousand years, guys. <laughs> Get here while you can. The tickets are yeah, hot. they are hot. But uh, with that, I also got to see my first Great Lake, which is Lake Ontario, which mm-hmm. is really really cool, beautiful, gorgeous, 
absolutely gorgeous. Great Lake, greatest lake. I don't know the greatest lake. I haven't seen all of them. I so don't want to put my lake. opinion in that. It's great a great lake. lake. Okay. And I went to Fort Niagara, and Fort Niagara is a fort that's been there since before the French and Indian War. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened to stumble into the largest French and Indian War reenactment in the world, which nice. was super cool. It was the siege of the Fort Niagara. It took place July 6, 1759. And uh, it was cool. Yeah, so it was a really fun experience. Really, really neat trip. So I... You guys can get there. Get there. It's cool. Everyone's going to tell you the Canadian side's better. Duh. Because mm-hmm. the falls are on the American side. Mm-hmm. So you see the falls from Canada. Duh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why and my, my, my family always told me this. The best view of Disney is from the outside. So the best. That's actually true, though. Just look at Disney from the outside. When you're, when you're driving in, that's the best view mm-hmm. of Disney. No, they meant like literally standing outside, like looking through the chain link fence. Like this is, I mean, if you're in oh, there, you can't, you can't yeah. see it. You can't see it for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's the same with uh, the best view of New York is Jersey City. Mm-hmm. It's not in New York. Yes. You get a view of Brooklyn if you're in New York, or Hudson oh, Brooklyn Bay. is also a good view. Of Brooklyn's New York City. A, Brooklyn's an okay view. Mm-hmm. I th- I, the one from Hoboken I think is really nice too. It is. It's the best. Yeah, the best. The best you can get. Yeah. So I just the I best a man can get. Gillette, the best a man can get. So yes, that's our episode. We thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful summer. Mm-hmm. You know, stay cool if you can. New York City is a weird place. If you're in Australia, stay warm. Stay warm if you're in Australia. Bundle Bundle up. up. South Africans, bundle up. Bundle up. Bundle up uh, penguins in uh, South America. Bundle Mm -hmm. up, all y'all. No one listens to us in South America. Oh, shit. No one does. Damn. Cut that. Cut that. Cut I hope you all, like I said, are enjoying your summers. We don't have anybody listening Mm -hmm. to us in South America, which is still frustrating, but there's a whole untapped market there. Mm -hmm. We have a Facebook, a Twitter, a YouTube a Tumblr, and a Reddit, which probably still isn't functioning, but who cares? And we also have a Patreon. If you like us, please consider Mm -hmm. donating us some money, getting on there with us, Mm -hmm. and we also really appreciate subscriptions on Apple Podcasts and any reviews you may be able to provide us. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that being said, I hope you have a great day. And Ryan, what should we remember? Oh, geez. Uh, You know, well, whether you're a ninth circuit court judge or you <laughs> disagree or agree with neil gaiman or you're a pineapple you know spongebob that yeah. lives in a pineapple under the sea. sea yeah i hope you have the best day ever <laughs>